welcome to Conversations About Life. Well, thanks, Dan, for getting together with me. Appreciate it. Well, it's 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 a a pleasure. Well, you know, it is a pleasure, very much so. Okay. Well, just uh, I'll give you a, a brief introduction, then I'll let you fill it out a little bit. Okay. So, Dan, I've known you for a long time, but um, you know, uh, when at my childhood church, you were involved then. But uh, there's been like quite a few years, kind of separating. There's that been time. yeah a gap between you know childhood and adulthood, right? A, a big gap, kind of. Right. Yeah, yeah, yes. And you, um, you're a painter, right? I'm a painter and, by trade. Yes. And do you still work with your brother? Still work with my brother and another young man, and he's not so young anymore. None of us are young anymore. <laughs> uh, but uh, we've been working together for the last thirty years, three of us. Okay. And you have uh, two children. Two children, Thomas and uh, Anna. Um, Anna is in college at uh, University of Central Missouri. Uh, Thomas is married and just had a baby uh, and is enjoying that baby. Uh, he is 26 years old and Anna is 21 years old. Okay, cool. Well, uh, one of the things that kind of sparked my interest in like having a conversation with you was just to kind of... Um, Learn more about you. I, I think of you as like a, a generous, uh, you know, open-hearted, warm person. Um, and I'd like to know um, kind of more about, you know, what's behind that, your motivation and stuff like that. And um, I, caught, I, um, I told my brother, Jeff, yes, last night, um, I said, you know, I'm going to be talking with Dan, recording a conversation with him for the podcast I said, what should I um, ask him about? And he um, got back to me. He just left a voice message. And he said a few things. He said um, that Dan um, lives his convictions. And he wants, He said he would be interested in knowing um, you know, what's, be, what's behind that. He would like to know, um, uh, some, you know more about like, what are your thoughts about... Um, your Christian faith and stuff like that, and how does that come into play and stuff like that? And anyway, so I guess that's kind of where we're going to get started at, if that's okay, okay. with you. Okay. So, um, so anyway, so when it comes to um, you know just uh, generosity or caring for people and stuff like that, um, that's how you know I picture you. So is that how, um, what are your thoughts? Is that how you picture yourself and, um, or? Well, the answer, yes. Well, I, and I, 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 I kind of think it's um, a responsibility of all of us as, as Christ's children. Okay. Uh, and, and, um, and, you know, everybody has that quality if they know Christ. Um, sometimes we... It's about other people, not us so much. Um, I do have my moments where us gets in the way, um, but uh, uh, I, I enjoy people, um, and I guess I get my fulfillment as a Christian uh, in, in in helping other people. And, and uh, sometimes, many times, I feel like I fall short of that 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 mark, and um, where pride and, and, and self centeredness get in the way. Um, but it is a um, 
uh, it, it gives me opportunity and fulfillment to, to help other people. Okay. And then is there any particular thing you're aiming for, like when you're, um, you're helping other people, like anything you're keeping your eye out for, like um, opportunities and so forth, or is it just, I don't know, what kind of... Or help do you give to people and so forth? Well, uh, uh, as far as, um, uh, you know, we get so busy, Will, and, and the older I get, the less I, I feel like the, the further I get away from that, Mark. <laughs> but um, uh, if God opens up an opportunity where there is an opportunity for you to be a part of somebody's life in a helpful way, um, you try to plug in there. And uh, um, sometimes we fight that. Sometimes... Uh, um, it's very easy, um, but uh, uh, again, it, 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 we're, we're called to do that as, as Christ's children, and so that's kind of where I feel it, it, it's, a, it, it's an obligation, uh, and uh, uh, that's kind of where, I, where, I, where I'm at as a person, kind of. Okay. Um, and you, you mentioned that it's fulfilling to you. Yes. So... Um, like, what is that like, that fulfillment? Is that like while you're doing it afterwards or, or both? Or how, in what way is it fulfilling to you? Well, I feel like it's, 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 um, uh, it's uh, Christ's, uh, God's call through Christ to uh, be like Christ. And so um, if we are doing that, uh, then I feel like that's what we're called to do as Christians. And um, so this is kind of um, connected to your Christian faith, and because um, you mentioned, you know, the call of through of God through Christ and so forth. Um, how did um, you get started with the Christian faith? I mean, I know you grew up in it, but like, um, was there a certain point where it became more important to you? Or yes, very much so. When I started um, taking responsibility as a in a leadership role as a teacher in, 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 with youth, and so uh, uh, God uh, uses other people in your lives as, and, and uh, brings you to the point where um, you realize that uh, uh, through His Word and. Uh, God placing you in positions and using people to put you in those positions that you grow and you become uh, aware of uh, God's call on your life or God's direction in your life or um, what you should be doing in your life as far far as those things. And so all that said, um, uh, Willis Hill, uh, to to throw some names out there, uh, took the opportunity in a small city church uh, to put a person who had sin in their lives and uh, probably was not, well, definitely was not uh, uh, prepared for a role to teach, uh, but uh, would, uh, maybe God spoke to him or uh, whatever the case may be, or, or just a necessity. <laughs> and uh, through that, uh, it's been a steady growth um, with um, hurdles along the way. Um, uh, not big hurdles because God's always been there, um, but uh, uh, it's God in in, in my life uh, and God using people in my life 
to put me in position to grow as a Christian. Okay. Do you still teach? Still teach. Still okay. teach youth. Still teach youth? Yes, okay. yes. And, and it has become more of a challenge and more fun uh, because I'm now 60 years old. And my, my youth skit on Sunday, as um, the, we, I had prompted them to sell a product. Now, our product as Christians is Christ, and so, but they were selling a, a product. And the skit was a, uh, um, a spoof on baby boomers to millennials. So uh, they had created a, a, um, uh, not only a helpful handicap device, but also a stick that the baby boomers could whack the millennials with. So <laughs> that's our use of today, uh, using uh, that little gap between baby boomers and millennials. But it was a very interesting and very enlightening uh, to see that there is some kind of a gap that has been created. I didn't see it until I saw it right in front of me from my youth. Uh, uh, but it was entertaining, and we had fun with it. And so uh, I- I'm enjoying it now, and uh, even more than I ever have, actually. Okay. That's cool. Um, what is it about Christianity that uh, attracts you to it? Um, but that's, that's an interesting question. Um, as as I- I've always had a foundation in Christ... Um, what attracts me to it now um, is uh, like any of uh, our, our biblical writers. Um, I'm, I'm now older, and maybe see you get cynical when you get old. Um, you see a future, <laughs> a more positive when you're younger, and uh, but now you see more of a necessity to uh, make Christ a part of uh, a center of your own life, but it, to pass it on to the next generation. Okay. So um, you feel more cynical now than you did when you were young? I know it's yes, typical to yes. be kind of idealistic when you're young. Sure it is. Sure it is. Yeah. When you're young, you feel like you can change the world. And, right. and when you get older, you realize that only God can change the world. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, has that um, shaped how you do things or anything? You know, like being less idealistic more cynical. I don't know if cynical is the right word. That's yeah, I don't know if it is either. Yeah, because I, I still am a little idealistic. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I, I'm not, but I'm a, you know, a little more, uh, I don't know, a little more pessimistic about our world. Now, my, okay. my daughter views the world definitely from a different perspective than I do because uh, she sees a very, uh, uh, she sees a future and, and she wants to change the world and, and that's that's a great place to be. Um, and and uh, sometimes the world throws back a little bit of uh, it gets a little scary in our world today with with things going on and and, because you've just seen a little more and that may be true to every generation from generation to generation Um, uh, god's timing is god's timing and and that's that's the way it is but uh as you approach the latter years in life um i guess you look at it more in in, an urgency of, of of sharing what god has placed upon your your life okay and um, as far as like, uh, go ahead, take a sip. Break. <laughs> it's hard, kind of hard to no, it's drink, okay. drink coffee and especially a full cup. Well, as far as passing on that message, like uh, to the next generation, you know, the Christian message sure. and stuff like, like if you were to put it in a nutshell, you know, how would you put it? Do you think is uh, 
Christ is the foundation of your life. And if you're going to build a life, you need to build it around Jesus Christ. God has placed him in this world uh, uh, to show us who he is, uh, has uh, uh, given us promises in his, in his Bible, uh, and has given us that physical uh, property to hold on to. Those two physical things are, are, are the foundation of your life. Um, and if you build your life around that, you, um, you can deal with whatever situation comes your way. Okay. Good or bad. Okay. When I think of the Christian faith, I think of like the very center of it being like Jesus' death on the cross yes. and, and then his resurrection. So what, um, what meaning does that have for you, that Jesus' death and resurrection? It is um, uh, central to our, my faith. Um, you know, it means the, the, the promise of God of, of eternal life, uh, of an eternal relationship with God the, the, the Father, the creator of our universe. Um, so we believe in a resurrected Christ. We, 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 we believe in a Christ who God sent himself into this world uh, to show us who he is, uh, to show us that there's life ever after, um, and, and, and gives us a message that he's coming again. And, and, and uh, so, uh, you know, that's the, the heart of our faith. Okay. Yeah. Is there anything in particular that gives you um, confidence in the Christian faith as opposed to like all the different other worldviews out there and stuff like that? I'm a little naive into other um, uh, world religions other than knowing of them, Will, just uh, uh, to be honest. Um, I, I, I believe in, in, in my simplicity of, of faith and I try to fall back on simplicity in faith um, uh, that is a gift from God and he's given it uh, that, that gift of faith and um, I fall upon that and then uh, and I fall upon the, the, the miracle of the Bible uh, and the eyewitnesses that lay down the truths in the Bible um, uh, that uh, give us a, um, a, a basis for our faith Okay. And I don't know if I answered that completely well exactly. If you want to ask that again, I'll try to put more into it. I don't know if I answered the question correctly. No, I no, I, I think okay. that's good. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, and sometimes the politicians, and, I, and I'm pretty good at that too, is straddling the fence and that kind of thing. But anyway, yeah. So if I don't answer a question, go ahead and hit me up again. Okay. I'll do that. <laughs> Pin me down. What... Um, well, what's what was your growing up experience like? I mean, influences in life, things that have impacted you. Just what comes to mind concerning? I've, that I've lived in a Pollyanna world. Um, Will I've had um, I've been blessed with people who have been Christians. Uh, uh, I've had a close knit family with a, a mother and father, and she was part of three sisters um, whose father we met every Sunday morning. And so. Uh, or met every Sunday afternoon after church for dinner every Sunday afternoon uh, growing up at Grandma and Grandpa's who lived downstairs in a two-family flat um, with um, all Christian people. Um, so, you know, there's um, uh, it's been a wonderful foundation to have as, as in Christ, um, but it, it also is a situation where... Um, 
sometimes in looking at our world and, and experiencing our world, um, I, I want to make sure that my my I'm independent of that also, but also dependent on that also. So I've had a great uh, uh, foundation as in Christ, in Christianity. Okay. So, and what has um, kind of shaped you to make you Dan? You know your unique personality and the way you see the world and stuff like that. I mean, like um, any particular um, persons or any events or anything like that that have happened that just kind of stand out that had a life impact on you? Um, people have had a life impact on me. Willis Hill, uh, Wendy Sapp, uh, young people at church um, each have their own unique uh, impacts on you and uh, it's fun to see how people think and, and how they feel about things um, and to channel those into how I think and, and think about things. Um, so I, it's wonderful that God brings people into your lives and you can shape your thinking um, with all the um, uh, interesting and uh, uh, things that other people bring to you. And so uh, I, uh, experiences in my life, I've had negative ones, and um, I hope I've grown from those negative experiences and uh, tried to, to, to better my Christian walk um, by, the, by the things that I, I, by the people that God brings into my life, good and bad. Okay. See, I'll move this a little closer yeah. to you. Okay. And then I'll turn it down just a little bit. That'll kind of help isolate you and the, everything else, okay. I think. But that's good. Um, you know, you mentioned Willis Hill and stuff. And I was younger when, you know, Willis Hill was the pastor. Sure. So you were older and had more of like an, a mature view of things like sometimes I think of the pastors um, when I was growing up and I said I wish I remembered something that they said like their yeah. sermons and stuff I remembered their personality sure but I don't really remember what they said well, yeah. and stuff and that's an interesting thing you say too you remember their personalities um, and, and each preacher has a different personality and uh, brings different things to the table um, and, and, I, and I'm like you uh, Will I, you know I remember Wendy Sapp as a person and more so yeah. as a preacher I remember Willis Hill more so as a person um, than a preacher. And which is a, I I love that as far as my relationship with my preachers, that they're my friends as much as my preachers. Yeah. What what do you remember of uh, the the time that Willis Hill was at Compton Heights that... um, you know, that just kind of stood out to you and impacted you? Um, as, as a pastor, Willis Hill was a down-to-earth, uh, 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 energetic pastor uh, who brought life back to Compton Heights Baptist Church uh, in a, um, uh, I guess it was the probably early 80s, um, in the 80s, and um, his energetic personality, his warmth as a person, um, Compton Heights, a small congregation, still alive and and, and uh, still uh, trying to be a light in the community. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, you know, I'm I'm more familiar with Wendy Sapp, even though I wasn't. Um, I was kind of leaving, joining the Navy when he was just new there. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, I do uh, appreciate his, um, you know, just kind of loving character and so forth. Yeah. Uh, um, 
and as I said, each pastor has a unique personality. Um, uh, and to speak of these men, Wendy Samp has a, a, a heart for Christ and a heart like Christ. Um, the things of the world um, uh, are the things of the world. Uh, but he's all about people. And so I think that uh, his greatest gift is his love for people. And, and, um, and he continues to love people more so than to love the spotlight. Now, that's a st- stupid way to say it, but uh, he has remained in an inner city church for 30, maybe longer years than that, maybe 40 years now. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, my admiration for somebody who walks like Christ is, is, is just uh, uh, in Windy Sap is uh, I, I have great admiration uh, as far as uh, um, who he is as a person. Yeah. You know, um, just speaking of um, loving people like Christ and so forth, I'm kind of um, like really into that ideal. I was um, at the Hermitage, um, and uh, there's a a woman there. Her name's Angela, and um, they have like a prayer meeting there on Monday nights, and we talk and stuff too. Um, And she was talking about like uh, a decisions in her life she was trying really struggling with here toward the end of last year but then she kind of just realized she just needs to have eyes open for you know how can she love and serve and let that kind of guide her like where is um jesus in somebody and that she can kind of meet that need or something and and lately she's kind of made that into like a a mantra just to remind herself of um, you know where you know where can I be of service and care and let that kind of lead me in my next step and um, it sounded so so neat you know yeah. and I would like that more in my own life but for me though I do see sometimes um, if I think back yeah that was a loving thing that was good to do you know um, much of the time. Um, when I want to be consciously doing something in love, like not just doing it, but doing it because it's going to impact somebody else in some way and stuff like that. Um, though I want that most of the time, I'm just, I'm not thinking about that when I'm, uh, doing something. Um, for example, um, I'm kind of rehabbing the house we moved out of and, um, well, I'd like to be doing this in love. Someone's going to be living in here and stuff. I want to be kind of, you know, because it's just pleasant to have that attitude when you're going about something that you're serving. But the way the day in, day out experience is for me is more like just trying to solve problems. It's just, you know, dealing with this frustrating thing or that frustrating thing. And I'm not thinking about you know, it's hard to think about two things at the same time. All I'm thinking about is how am I going to get this fixed and how am I going to get this and how is it going to not take too long and stuff like that. So um, I don't know. Um, do you have any th- th- So what I'm kind of interested in is growing in this um, attitude of like serving, that I'm not just doing something to get something done. I'm not just working through a to-do list, but I'm trying, I'm, doing it in love so to speak 
Yes. So yes, to bring glory and honor to God. And and getting back to the fulfillment thing, sometimes um, I feel like it's for my glory uh, to fulfill me, you know. But it's really for God's glory that we should be um, doing the things we do. And 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 as we do that, like you say, that's part of leading our sharing Christ by example. Um, so sometimes I'm, I'm torn uh, between, um, am I just doing this for me? Is this a works thing, you know? Uh, uh, so um, it, it, it's about doing it for Christ. And, um, and, and yes, um, sometimes we, we do get so caught up in uh, our, our, our um, emotions change from... <laughs> doing it for Christ or just getting it done. Um, uh, so I, I understand what you're, what, where you're at there, and I uh, always kind of um, uh, wrestle with, uh, am I doing this for my own fulfillment or am I doing this to bring honor and glory to God? Um, and so, of course, it should be to bring honor and glory to God, but sometimes I fall into that uh, uh, area where, you know, it's fulfilling, you know, which is probably... It, it should be glory and honor to God. Yeah. Well, being fulfilled by doing good seems like a good thing. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. They they should balance, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But I was talking with um, my son, Billy. Like, his thing is, um, he's been thinking about lately, is like we should, just what you're saying, we should be doing things for God's glory. And sometimes he's working down in Texas right now. And I'm sure when he was making that decision... It was, um, you know, he's motivated by what would bring glory to God, or that was involved in the decision. But then um, I can see how, um, you know, like for me, like I make that initial decision based on that. But then when you get down to the nitty gritty, it's like not even thinking about that anymore. I'm just trying to get, you know, it's just gets so. The what? The practical aspects of it. Right. Yeah. Yes. So, do you have any thoughts about like growing in that, um, you know, that, well, I guess like doing things in love, I guess that's like thinking, you know, how is that, how am I blessing somebody? How am I, it's not just doing it to do it. So, do you have any thoughts about uh, growing in that um, way of going through life? Like how to grow in that, I guess, you know? Yeah, um, a little bit of thought. Um, I guess sometimes uh, uh, my challenge to me is uh, working with my counterparts. Love them dearly. Okay. Um, uh, but each of them have their unique personalities. Uh, and, and so uh, loving them dearly sometimes plays upon my Christianity. And so when you're at work with the same two gentlemen for 30 years, um, sometimes the devil in you exposes itself. So for the last few years, my big one of my challenges has been to be more like Christ in a consistent way to the two gentlemen I work with every day. Uh, both men are fine gentlemen um, who have a who know Christ, um, uh, and so uh, I, I, you know sometimes I am not the perfect example of Christ in. I'm feeling like I'm getting better, but I'm working at it. Uh, so it is, an, it is an, a little bit of a, an endeavor. But before I retire, I, I wanted to make sure that I'm on a good keel in that area. 
Okay. You know, because sometimes I I, I feel like uh, work, the, the, the um, uh, uh, what do I want to say, the uh, regular work, not our, our, that I do every day with my hands, um, is, is the most important thing. And uh, uh, so it tears all barriers down. Well, that's not true. Christianity still is in the workplace and should be in the workplace. So um, I have to keep that in perspective. Okay. Yeah. So um, is there anything as far as like you wanting to grow like that? You've, is, there, is it just trying harder? Is trying there, harder. Is that what it trying is? Trying harder. Okay, yes. trying harder. Yes, yes, okay. yes. And praying harder. Praying yeah, harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Praying harder uh, for, for, his, for God's strength to, to, to deal with situations. And uh, uh, as men, and, and, and maybe women too, I'm, that's, I don't want to throw a gender thing in there, but um, when, when, we're, when we're confronted, we want to confront, we want to fight back. It's my norm anyway. Um, and so um, I have to be very careful sometimes that uh, um, I, I approach it from a more Christian side than, than to, to, to fight back, maybe to turn the other cheek and, uh, um, uh, and to find resolution there. Okay. Okay. What, um, what routines do you have in your life, Dan? Um, okay, as far as uh, regular routines, I, I work is my routine and church. Um, so those two things occupy most of my time. Um, it, it, uh, between work and church, studying for different lessons, um, uh, Wednesday night lesson, uh, Sunday morning lesson, um, those are my routines. Uh, if I have a uh, my own personal uh, time, devotional time, probably is where I am a little neglectful. Okay. So um, when you start off your day, is it just getting up? Um, getting up, get, uh, normal routine every day, uh, 5 o'clock, um, doing the normal get up, uh, getting everything ready, going down to my desk, um, reading a little bit of scripture, okay, uh, looking at what's going to be Wednesday night scripture, looking at what's going to be Sunday scripture, um, depending on where we are in the week. If we're past Wednesday, I'm looking for Sunday. If we're before right. Wednesday, I'm looking to Wednesday. Um, and trying to uh, make that a part of my uh, uh, prayer time and, and, and uh, where I'm going to be as far as with, with um, my class, as far as that goes. Um, and uh, then whatever needs to be done as far as work, uh, and then off to work. Okay. Do you enjoy your work? I do enjoy my work. Um, I enjoy the work side very much. Uh, The uh, practical aspects of doing bids and bills, and I'm in the painting business, uh, sitting at my desk, that a little less enjoyable. I I like the hands-on part of my work. Okay. Yeah, and I like dealing with the people. I like dealing with the customers. I like to get to know the customers. We're in their houses long enough where uh, I personally can uh, interact with them for the most part. Uh, sometimes, so sometimes you become part of the family, uh, which is fun. Um, uh, some people open up, and I've been in situations where there's tears. I've been in situations where there's times of joy with the families that I work with. Um, so it's kind of fun. And uh, so uh, we have many customers that are uh, 
almost personal friends. And so that's kind of uh, a fun experience to have with each of the customers that we have. You know, you mentioned um, praying. Um, is that like a, a time where, that you have set aside for that? Or is that like as you're going along? Or as what, I'm going along. As you're going yeah, along. Now, okay. there is uh, prayer time at my desk <clears throat> in the morning. Um, uh, but, you know, I, uh, you know, our Bible tells us to pray without ceasing. So, uh, you know, I, and I'm not saying that I follow that all the time, but I think as Christians and most Christians, they're praying without ceasing. <laughs> I hope um, during the day, um, you know, as, as all the time, um, uh, there, you know, I do have a not a slotted out. I'm praying from this moment to this moment, but a time of prayer at the morning at my desk. Um, and then prayer during the day for the different situations that arise. Okay. And uh, whether you call that a conversation with God or you call that prayer, uh, you know, whatever label we want to lay on it. But okay. I, I cannot, I, I feel a little dependent here, okay? Uh, but I cannot get through my day with that, having a conversation with God on some kind of basis regularly. So it's just kind of... Um just in your your head, your thoughts, as you go, kind of addressing you God go. in yeah. your thoughts. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I guess um, in in my in the last couple of years, I've turned the radio off in my car. Okay. Um, used to be an avid radio listener and uh, to different stations through the years, but we spend I spend much of my time in my car, so it is a great time when you're by yourself to talk to God. And as long as you can avoid an accident, you're, you're okay. <laughs> but it is a, uh, I, I spend many hours in my car traveling from job to job or, or uh, wherever the case may be. But it is a time where prayer can be uh, where you're by yourself. Okay. Is there any situations in your life that where when it comes to loving people that it's, you know, just difficult? Like, um, I don't know, or I'll just broaden that a little bit. What's... Kind of what are the things that you tend to struggle what do you struggle with in life is there anything in particular sure um, <clears throat> uh, people are people um, and like myself we all have our uh, unique personalities and can uh, uh, we can challenge each other by our personalities and sometimes um, you know you 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 put yourself out there and um, Sometimes it, you know, you you, you feel like you're, you're. Sometimes it can weigh on you a little bit. Uh, sometimes, um, so sometimes there's a little bit of struggle there, uh, and so that's where if we have someone we can talk to, um, uh, a wife or or someone else, uh, um, that's when it's a good time to talk. Um, so you can uh, vent some of those frustrations with somebody who shares your privacy um, and your lack of compassion or whatever that case may be that would be less than Christ-like. Um, so uh, I've always challenged myself, would I be willing to lay down my life? So um, if, we're, if Christ is willing to lay down his life for, for, for anyone... You know, so so there we must be. So there's the uh, the the, the uh, point that's set for us to reach. So, but yes, sometimes uh, 
the challenges of life can can play on you a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, um, is your relationship with your wife such that you can talk together and like is that uh, to to vent a little bit and stuff like that? Do you yes, have good yes. communication in that way. Yes, and stuff? yes, yes. Heather, uh, um, I've been married for uh, thirty seven years, and um, we've had our you know. Uh, always, when I met my wife, um, uh, I, I, I I prayed to the Lord, "Is this the gal for me?" And so I, I, I guess so after 37 years, I've realized this is the gal for me. So yeah. <laughs> yes, I've been able to vent, and she knows me as, and I feel like I know her fairly well, and um, so we can uh, those areas we can talk to each other in definitely. Yeah, good. Yeah. Um, if you could have a billboard with your own message on it, what would it say? Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> now, there's probably a billboard out there like that. But um, sometimes I'm frustrated you know, with billboards that say John 3.16. Now, you and I who grew up in the church know exactly what John 3.16 is. But for somebody who doesn't grow up in the church, doesn't know who's John. <laughs> and you know, um, you know what is sin? You know uh, those kind of billboards that are general, and maybe they stir somebody to go to the Bible. Um, but uh, if there was one thing I would say, it would be Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Okay. Um, is there anything that um, you wish was different as far as our church culture and the way that we do things and just the way things are? Like, if is there anything you wish? Church culture is so interesting today to me as a 60-year-old man. Uh-huh. Um, of course, I grew up in the traditional uh, denominational church, and uh, I think there's room out there for everybody, <laughs> the denominational church. And this may be a Pollyanna look at Christianity today. Um, uh, I think there's room for the denominational church and the uh, community church. Um, uh, God works in mysterious ways. Um and how he breaks down our world and how we do things as a religion. Uh, as long as the message of Jesus Christ is being carried to our world, um, hallelujah. Uh, there's positive and negatives in each situation, whether you're a community church or whether you're a denominational church. Each struggle with different unique uh, issues in their existence. Um, uh, uh, so as long as we preach Jesus Christ died and coming again, um, uh, risen, um, we're, we're on, on base. Um, how, how we get to that, uh, I applaud anybody in any church that can do that and share that message with the world. Okay. Well, I guess kind of uh, before, you know, wrapping up and stuff like that, maybe just asking you about you've been in business for your self-employed for a pretty good while now so what are some things you keep in mind as far as business like business principles or something things that are important to you as far as the way you do things anything in particular yes yes um try to give people uh, a quality product for a reasonable price now that sounds like a gimmick um but uh 
that's where I'm at as as a technician and as a business person. Uh, try to give them uh, as much as I can as as, as from my end, um, and try to still eke out a living. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, so you work with your brother and then yeah. another yeah. another fella and. Uh, guy's been doing it for about 30 years. And yes. I think he had a paint shop for a while, didn't you? We owned a paint store in Grover, Missouri, which was a speculative area in West County. Um, and uh, uh, it's one of those experiences you, 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 of life, you know, a, a little bit, and uh, enjoyed that. Um, it ran its course, so to speak. Um, uh, there was a downturn in the economy, and uh, which happens. And uh, But uh, uh, it's just one of those things. Uh, unique experiences to help you kind of you, you go through in life and, and, and you, you, you you learn from and you, you kind of go to the next thing okay yeah um, do you um, do you read books or do you consume media podcast or radio or I, I don't occasionally I'll, I, I'll read books usually they are uh, um, uh, have religious um, foundations of some sort um, I'm trying to, uh, you know, uh, and usually they're short, and uh, you know, big books intimidate me. <laughs> so um, I, I don't read a lot, uh, but uh, I, I would say I read a, a little uh, okay. uh, when, I'm, when I'm motivated a little bit and, and motivated by the material uh, as far as that goes. Um, uh, but uh, uh you know, I always think, you know, as we all do, if we just had a little more time, we would read more. <laughs> but, you know, um, I, I'm sometimes not real good at managing my time, I guess. Um, but uh, I do enjoy reading, definitely. Has there been any book that's, you know, been important to you? Um, um, I, I do like the Christian growth books. Um, right now, I'm reading how how to, how to be a, a, a good deacon, uh, which is a very fundamental book, and and and, and you know it's kind of a re up on on, on um, how I can be better at, at in the position that I, I serve in the church. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, most of my reading is growth books, a little bit as far as that goes. Um, the most interesting, and I don't, uh, the, the author escapes me. I read a, a novel. It was a Last of the Mohicans remake by, um, uh, I forgot the author, but it was a fabulous book. But anyway, that that was my last thing that I read on while I was on vacation. Okay. <laughs> so the time allotted it to happen. Uh, so that was a wonderful experience. You know, um, when it comes to... Um loving other people and just you know kind of like going out of her way for others I think um, that's kind of related to trust in God because uh, what keeps us or what kind of wraps up our attention and stuff sometimes is like ourselves our security money um, things like that where I suppose you know Jesus talked about those things in the Sermon on the Mount and said you know the peoples of the world they run after these things but you seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness so it seems like um so trusting in god seems like it's related to being kind of more free to you know go out on a limb for somebody and so forth is that um 
and trusting in God can be like an adventure, I imagine. Do you have any thoughts about that? Like, um, is trusting in God something that, um, you know, some, uh, you've, been, you've grown in, or is that something, um, you know, how is that when it comes to your life? Like, just that not striving for security, but rather resting in God that frees you up to, you know... It's an interesting question, too, and, and I guess, Will, to answer and to kind of put a little bit of a caveat on that is um, it frustrates my wife a lot. <laughs> um, um, I am not good, as your brother will tell you, Jeff Jackson, uh, in the financial world. Um, uh, to, uh, I, I always feel like God's going to take care of you no matter what, which, you know, that, again, may be a Pollyanna ex- experience or... or uh, or a biblical experience, depending on how you look at it. Um, and I've always felt like God's going to take care of you. So in my existence, some of the practical things in life, I, uh, are not in my making, are not in my being. I, 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 I don't wanna, it's about people and about, you know. Like, and what do you mean by the practical things? I'm like... Uh, uh, taking care of your future financially. Okay. Um, you know, as far as that goes, um, uh, I've been very uh, poor at that. Um, I always feel like God's going to take care of us, and uh, so that's why I mean, my sometimes can frustrate my wife because uh, um, you know, uh, planning for the future financially and taking care of these things, this and that, and, uh, is probably a. Uh, negative part of my making so to speak or who I am as a person Um, so that has challenged our relationship at home uh, because I've always felt like you know things are God is going to take care of us he'll take care of us okay and what would uh, your wife rather you did is it like um, you're using money to um, help others that she would rather was going into savings or is it like uh, having a lifestyle that she would say don't have that lifestyle, you know, or what? Um, in in uh, decisions on jobs and things like that, you know, as you well know, um, being a small uh, business owner is is a can be a challenge from week to week. Sometimes financially, as well as any other job that you might have. Yeah. So sometimes maybe a more practical. Uh, uh, Working for a company that provides insurance and, and perks that would okay. uh, retirement and things that would lend itself to uh, a more structured lifestyle as far as uh, finances go would be more uh, uh, secure for my wife. I see. Yeah, that's where I want to go. Right. So you're being self-employed, it's kind of right. It's like yes, the, and not managing it very well and from my end. Probably would be that. You know. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, um, so just feeling that, um, you know, so just feeling that God will take care of you. That seems like a good, uh, a good thing, right? Uh, I mean, um, but I guess I, I guess I can see the other side preparing for the future yeah. and stuff like that too. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of a yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, because you can kind of see the biblical side of like. Um, not storing things up, you know. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, you know, uh, 
there's a there's a biblical side to both the things. If you know you right. you, you know the man should take care of his household and he should uh, manage his money well. And uh, so uh, there's biblical applications to both sides. And so um, that sometimes has been a little bit of a issue, but not really an issue. Uh, but uh, you know you you want to provide for your household and you want to uh, have a be able to live in retirement so to speak um so you know that that has you know been a little bit of a challenge in our our world as far as a small business owner um versus uh getting a job for a regular job so to speak with 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 you know yeah when it comes to um you know, running into somebody in need and giving and stuff like that. Do you have any thoughts about, um, you know, ways to, uh, you know, ways to kind of hold back, um, you know, that you're um, not being taken advantage, taken advantage of, or, um, and just kind of helping somebody in their sin, who, you know, who. Or something like that. Uh, um, okay, give what you can. Um, their sin is, and I hear I don't want to say this in a, um, and, and and what do you mean by that in a more practical way, Will? Okay, well, um, for example. Okay, so there's um, there's been times people. Well, there's. Um, a woman who um, I kind of have been connected with through her boyfriend who is in prison. And uh, anyway, I was kind of visiting him because we have this jail ministry sure, type sure. of thing. And she sends, if somebody's in tr- trouble, you know, she sends them my way. And she's, uh, so I I get their message and stuff on the phone. And, um, and then sometimes I'll try to help out like, kind of in a small way um, uh, just talk you know but sometimes I feel like it's almost like um, being taken advantage of there there have been those times where it's like um, just stopping by uh, not even getting out of their car just texting me saying I'm here you know and they just want me to run out to their car and give them a few bucks or something I need five dollars yeah 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 yeah. and um, and it's like uh Anyway, um, well, yes, to, to, to your example yeah. there, um, uh, people take advantage of people, yeah, especially those who help other people, and and um, so I think we help until we can't help no more. Um, whether that's God's telling us to say, you know, just fall back, um, but sometimes yes, we we, we facilitate. Um, but we give because we can, and we give if we can, and if we feel like we we can't anymore, or or there's reason that this is not really being productive in Christ's kingdom or bringing glory and honor to God, then I think maybe we wean them away or wean ourselves away, whatever works in that relationship. Um, because yes, uh, there are people out there who will come, who will. Keep milking the cow, mm-hmm. um, and so it is a challenge sometimes to to uh, uh, to get away from that, and, and, and uh, you know, and 
you know, to, they're doing this to bring honor and glory to God, not just to perpetuate their lifestyle. Right. I um, something that sticks in my mind. I think uh, pastor from New York, Tim Keller, he um, he wrote a book on giving mercy or something like that. But he said you give mer- mercifully until it's not no longer merciful. Like there is a certain point where you know maybe you're not doing them good, yes. you know, and maybe it's kind of more of um, getting involved in their lives more. If they're willing, you yes. know, that's kind of what's really needed there yes. Yes. with uh, hands-on direction and advice and stuff yes. like that. Perhaps. And I guess that's our biggest challenge as Christians yeah. is, is getting involved in people's lives, especially when they're dirty. And uh, uh, and I don't mean that in any kind of weird way. I try to use it as a general term, um, you know, because our, our time is our most valued asset that we have or whatever uh, our deficit either uh, so um, there's our challenge as, as Christians is getting involved in people's lives and um, because as you get involved in people's lives you're less involved in the lives of the of your closest people meaning your family so mm. um, yeah. that's the the uh, fence we walk on as far as uh, Christianity goes, sometimes our time is, 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 a, is a challenge because anytime you get involved in somebody's lives, you're taking away time from your, your, your own people. And I don't mean that by, I mean your, your family. Right. Yeah. So I guess it takes some discernment and it just. It takes some discernment. Yes, it does. Rest, it does. Yeah. And so often we, we, we neglect our family, which is, you know, not a good thing. Not a good thing. Well, is there anything just else that you would like to bring up or anything before we just kind of wrap up? Uh, before, I, 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 I love uh, the people that God has brought into and out of my life, um, uh, negative or positive. Um, they all have a uh, way of shaping you as a person. And uh, um, I, I've known you for, for a long time. We grew up together, I, I would say, um, and so how glorious it is that as as people growing up together, that we still have a relationship with God through Jesus Christ, and it means the world to us, um, and the world eternally for us, um, so it is a wonderful experience to have people in your life uh, that have been in Christ's arms for a long time, good or bad, uh, as far as the things in their lives, but have always used that as their their foundation. Well, thanks, Dan. Your, um, your example, the way you live your life is, uh, um, you know, it's a good example that in- inspires me and encourages me, so I appreciate that. And uh, I guess we'll just wrap up here. Thank okay. you. Okay. Well, thank you, Will. I appreciate it. If you use a podcast app like iTunes, please give a review of Conversations About Life.